cliffcentral.com. Um, so today it's just Kali and I. Kali, what's up? Hello, hello. Hey, hey. I'm hey. we going for breakfast this morning. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's that kind of conversation. You know, we always say, um, um, you know, our clients don't give us enough information. And the best way to put you in the frame of mind is, 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 is when we say to you, you know, when you walk into a restaurant, you don't ask the waiter, please, can I just have breakfast? You actually are quite particular. Yes, it, it, yeah. They actually laugh at you. Exactly. Like, um, sorry, what? Exactly. Is it eggs? Is it salmon? Is it like, what exactly are you looking for? Right? Um, and funny enough, um, brides and clients are constantly sending us, um, um, quotes or inquiries that just have one liners. Hi, yeah. please can you quote me for a wedding? Oh, yeah. How much, how much does a wedding cost? And it's just like, girl, a million rand. And then you're going to say I'm being rude because I, <laughs> because I say a million rand. You haven't given us enough information. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we want to get into today. How are you, how are you asking for quotes? Yeah. And, and like, what's a realistic kind of expectation in terms of, you know, timelines, costs, all mm. those kinds of things? Because very, very often we find that people don't, um, they don't have the right expectation or perception. And then you get frustrated. Especially mm. if you don't have a planner, then you mm. get frustrated when you get the responses back or you think people are being rude because I've, I've had lots of clients call me and say, Oh, you know, I've contacted so many people and shucks, you know, they, they haven't so, got back to me. They or... haven't got back to me one or you're, they're so crazy. Their costs are so crazy or whatever. And it's just like, well, what have you actually asked for? Because yeah. I doubt somebody would just quote you out the side of their mouth yeah. just for and, no especially apparent Especially when reason. it comes to your flowers and decor. You know, they, they come with these big international, um, design, like big floral features. Right. And, and they say, can I have a quote on this? 100%. Obviously, if you say, can I have a quote on this? I'm going to quote you on what you've, you've attached yeah. to, your, to your reference. Those email. pictures. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. You don't, you don't um, give enough information. So I kind of want to start like, uh, I'm going to backtrack just a yeah. little bit. Like what are, perhaps maybe for you, Carly, like what are particular like basics that you hope that a client does before maybe we even start with the actual content of the actual mm. brief? And when we say brief, the brief is basically the information that you give to mm. a supplier when you want to expect a quotation back. I think, you know, at the end of the day, Introduce who you are. Mm. When, when are you getting married? Where are you getting married? Have you booked, um, have you booked a venue? Because I mean, that's got a lot to do with, it, it helps you with the style mm. side of things. Mm. You know, um, uh, what is the type of wedding you're looking for? Right. Are you looking for something, um, intimate and just very exclusive? Or are you looking to have a lot of people? How many guests are you having? Right, right, right. Um, right. you know, just that type of yeah. detail. I was actually thinking like further back. Further and back. I think, yeah, I think, oh, I think so you're, no, 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 you're, you're, you're no, morning. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, you, what you're saying is all correct. Mm. But I'm saying that, you know, for me, I always say to, to my clients, try to, not even my clients, just to even the students mm. and, and somebody who's perhaps consulting with mm. me, I say, call your supplier before you actually um, send them an email. Because mm. a lot of the times I find that because you're not in the wedding industry, you don't have like the vocab to, to ask for the right things. Yeah. So what ends up happening is that your email is very vague mm. and then the quote that you get back doesn't match what you thought you mm. had asked for. So at least when you pick up the phone and you speak to your supplier, yeah. they will ask you the relevant questions yeah. so that they get the information that they need in can order we, to quote you. Can we go a step further and say that um, what is the best day to contact suppliers for? for excellent, for excellent. Yeah, excellent. I think, yeah, what, what is the true. best day for you? No, 100% because we do Tuesdays, have… Tuesdays, Wednesdays are your best days. 100%. To, because your suppliers are getting the admin done on the Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You've got to remember that suppliers are working on the weekends. Those are like um, our busy days. We do not have our off 
weekends. Mm. I mean, if we do, it's like gold. <laughs> yeah, those three but weekends in a year. Generally Mondays and sometimes even people have Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah. And then it goes to Thursday and Friday. It's all You're the prep prepping. for the next weddings. Mm. So, you know, I would say Tuesday and Wednesday, if you want anything done and you want suppliers to react mm. to your email quickly. Mm. And a lot of be- a lot of people want instant gratification. They want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're not also understanding what the time frame is. 100%. Yeah. And I'd also like to just give a word out to, to the suppliers. Something that I find quite frustrating yeah. in, in asking for quotations and stuff is this thing of giving clients, even the wedding planners, basically anybody who asks, who asks for an inquiry, this thing of giving people homework. I don't think if somebody's inquiring about your business and yeah. asking for information or a quotation, I don't think it's necessarily fair for you to give them homework. And what I mean by homework is when people say, oh, no, we don't take stuff on the phone, send me a mail. Yeah. I mean, really? That. That's homework. That means you must drop the phone, mm. find the email address, mm. da 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 da, and, and type up this email mm. or whatever the case is. And and my whole thing is, especially when it's somebody who's not in the wedding industry, yeah. they don't actually know what to ask you for. Mm. Like I understand when people, not that I understand, you obviously need to give us more mm. information. But um, you know, if somebody isn't in the industry, how on earth will they know to say, I want a vase that's this high, I want a mirror base, I want these mm. chairs, and da 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 da. All they can speak in is mm. pictures. So how how on earth do you expect the right I information? Think that's for any company. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you're in the industry or not. That whole phrase of just send me an email. Yes. Really, it it's just, it's, it's, it's it makes not me being so a salesperson 100%, for your business. 100%. At I all. actually would rather go somewhere else. 100%. And you mm. know, I, I remember when my assistant first started, she, I, I used to hear her on the phone say that. I said, we gotta stop. Mm. Because if I call someplace and I want to give them business and mm. they say to me, send me a mail instead of talk to me over the phone, I'm gonna go to somewhere where they, mm. they, they, they wanna talk to me. It's the same as, um, I've seen a lot of companies have started with these questions. Questionnaires and stuff that their clients must fill out. Homework again. Mm. That's you know. Let's try and assist our clients. Yeah. Yes, you are pressed for time, but this is somebody that's interested in paying you money mm. for a service. Why not make that process as easy as possible? So you know, my, this is my plea to the suppliers that please, guys, um, especially you know, I don't mind as a wedding planner because mm. I, I suppose that's part of my job. Mm. But especially when you're dealing with clients, mm. help them over the phone. Mm. Even if a client says to you, please can. And I know time and is, is so. Pre- yes, there's no. never a good time. No. You, you know, you know, and a lot of the times they'll probably do it in the car in the traffic. You, you understand? You know, they they've got their Bluetooth on and they're yes. sitting in traffic. There's nothing else that they 100%, can do. 100%. They want to pick up the phone. They don't want to type. They're on the internet. They, yeah. yeah, and they and they say, you know what? I'm going to push out these seven calls and just get them done. Bam, mm. bam, 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 bam. And I promise you, and 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 it's what Carly's saying is, you know, fastest dove does live longer mm. in this industry. And mm. sometimes it sucks, but you know, uh, your clients do expect now for now. Mm. You know, and you know what we see it time and time again with our students because they 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 do have to contact the suppliers right. and things like that and they said they cannot believe how slow the service, um, is. The service is and we are in a service industry you know what mm. don't just because you're busy now, don't forget about what's going to what's, happen in the future. Hundred yeah. percent. So because the business you're booking, now, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm also going to smack myself on the wrist because I know also I can sit for two days without getting back to somebody yeah. with emails, and it's not on purpose. It's just you get to work. I'm in the studio. I'm teaching. You know, there's a, a wedding. There's a setup. There's all these mm. other things that are happening, and you find yourself out of the office mm. for three days. Mm. So there isn't time for admin. Sometimes what we'll do is we'll just pick up the phone to a client and say, you know what, just I'm explain. So sorry, we're yes. not getting back to your email. Yes. Or 
or the quote is taking a little bit longer. Hundred percent. Just we have this wedding, and it, I mean, most of the, the the couples do understand. They don't want you to be doing admin on the yeah. day of their wedding. You know, <laughs> they, you know, they'd be upset if you're like supposed to be sitting up and you're there <laughs> typing. You know, they'd be like, "Shucks, what, what exactly yeah. are we paying for?" But um, just you know, manage it. You know, to supply, especially people that are maybe starting in the industry, perhaps students that are listening, anybody who's interested in getting into the industry. If you're a supplier already in the industry, please, guys, let's look after our clients. Mm. Stop giving your clients homework. Mm. Take care of your clients. Client service is really why people, you know, people um, are starting to pay more for service than the actual product yeah. that you are are doing. So if you make that experience better and the most easier, easier and efficient mm. for someone, mm. then you know you're bound to get more repeat business from them or referral yeah. business from them. Um, so so yeah, back to back to now what we want to actually. <laughs> yeah, we had a gripe. We had to get that out. Today. Oh, I had to clear it. I had to clear it. Um, okay, so now now we're getting into the actual uh, content now of mm. this stuff. So yes, now you've called the person, and I always say it's nice to call, speak to a particular person instead of sending to an info address. You know, if you pick up the phone and you speak to Kali or you know Dombi or whoever the case is, then at least Kali's going to say send me your you know send me an email to my email address or whatever the case is, and now you guys are communicating directly instead yeah. of an inbox where some com- companies they only check it maybe once a day or mm-hmm. once a week or whatever the case is um, so then you guys have that already that relationship then the, now the thing is the content of this brief and I'm going to like get into the flower one because obviously Kali that's kind of what that's you do forte. yeah yeah and and I think that's where the the, the things that you had mentioned mm-hmm. before come in um, you know the the general information, the stuff before you even get to the nitty gritties mm-hmm. of what you want for your wedding, um, is very important. Like you had mentioned before, what had you mentioned? Um, the, the date of the wedding. The so venue, important. The, the number of suppliers, um, the number of guests. Mm. You know, is there anything else? You know, what else have you organised? Your colours, your colour scheme. Yeah. Um, is there? You might be having pink, but is there a base colour? Are you going with nudes? Are mm. you going with cream, white? What are you? What are so you let's get at? into that. In mm. terms of uh, a colour palette, mm. um, because you're I'm hearing you say base color and stuff mm. like that. That's actually like a color palette. For somebody mm. who's listening, who's not in the industry, mm. what kind of advice would you say in terms of, of colors? When somebody says to you, I'm just doing pink. Oh, it's, you know, how many shades? It's like, <laughs> there's 50 shades of gray <laughs> or more. You know, like there's 50 shades right? of pink yeah. too. A million. Um, <laughs> um, you know, also you've got to... You, you you don't want to just have pink, you know, mm. especially if you are you're, you're marrying a man yes. and there is a man involved in this whole wedding. Right, you, you really want to just not dress him in pink. Right, right, right. right. Um, so you want to bring in a, an, an accent color. So you know we've had a lot of navies come in. We've we've seen a lot of grays, mm. and some people are going for the pinks and whites, very very softer colors. Mm. But when it comes to your base colors, be very careful on what you're choosing because, mm. say for instance, I say pink right and you're going to have a base color of black right what does it say to you it's very much birthday yes or 21st yes or, you know, not so, wedding is my mm, first thing yes yeah absolutely and it can be very harsh yes but you go pink black and white right it, it could look a bit it like lifts it a bit yes right so it, it does lift it i always say you've got to bring in a lighter color right you can't really go for dark dark dark, dark, and dark. yeah you know there was a period where people when you say the pink and black people are doing that whole cerise and black yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and you always had to like caution a client and say hey, it's just it's too dark yeah. for and for a wedding when you're looking into your color palettes look at something that's timeless yeah you, know, you don't want to look back in 10 years time and think what the hell was i Gosh, what a mess. Yeah, 100%. Um, um, yeah, so just, just consider like, 
it's other colors. So it's always, I think, you know, we've always grown up to say it's one color and white or one color and black or whatever mm. the case is. You can, it's definitely allowed to have, you, you can have four colors mm. if you want to, um, with a base color, like a cream or whatever. Yeah. You know, we've had a trend of pastels. It's mm. so lovely, especially with the, um, bridesmaids. Mm. You know, not everyone suits pink 100%. or not everyone suits yellow, but you know, put you in yellow, you look right. Pink. Right. Okay. Well, thank you, doll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but put me in yellow, I'll look really scary. <laughs> no, I totally understand. Okay, so it's color palettes. And then what else is there that you want somebody to include? So yes, you've said the numbers and the venue and that kind of thing. Um, with the theme, how far in? Because I find that sometimes um, themes box people. Absolutely. You know, you, I find um, the clients struggle to see outside of it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like they, they want to go so much. And, you know, a theme in a wedding can be done really, really beautifully. Mm-hmm. But I always say, for, don't forget How that it's a wedding. A theme you want that's to bring right. In. That's Do right. You really want it to be fairy tale where you have fairies all over mm-hmm. and, you know, like very whimsical? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, is it just touches of it? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you've got to be very careful when you're putting too much in. in Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think the takeaway from that is that choose p- specific elements yes. from a theme. You know, you, you if you say vintage, it doesn't have to be Full bird on. cages and pearls and books and and like it's not everything. And, and old suitcases. And yeah, old yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the colors. Maybe the, the vintage just is lace and pastels. That's mm. enough. It doesn't mm. have to be all in everything mm. um, for it to actually be vintage. Yeah. Um, what else for a flower brief, particularly? Do you think uh, a client you know should? What? Food. You've also got to look at Do you want to go and meet that person? Mm. Okay Are you are you going to give such a detailed brief That when you meet for the first time You're actually just regurgitating What, what you've, you've given them Okay um, you know what, I, I do prefer to meet a client face to face, but what we've also realized is quite nice to do is a Skype meeting. You're still Saves face- time. I, I mean, I've got a client at the moment. I met her um, for the first time in person. Right. Um, on Tuesday evening and I met her on Skype. It was like sitting in front of her. It was great. Right. And she lives in Pretoria. And it was just like, I like this. Yeah. You know? And I don't, I don't mind it. I think that's pretty, because what's different? You're still speaking to the yeah. person. They're still like face to face time. You know, yeah. You, they can, you know, you, you want to meet somebody just so you, they, to see if they get you. 100%. And, and you can't, re- you can do it over the phone. It's that it's click that, thing. Yeah. yeah it's like feeling, that feeling. Yeah. It's either you got it or oh, you yeah. don't. Yeah. So, you know, you can give a detailed brief on email. Um, then people might also interpret your di- brief differently. And I think mm. we've experienced it when you, um, you brief us sometimes right, for right. your clients. Um, you'll send big, big arrangements and say, well, we'll use cheaper flowers. Right. But we're like, okay, but we're, we're sitting and seeing the bigger picture. Right. Um, so it, it doesn't, sometimes we don't fit within the budget. Right. And then it's difficult to do that over so this email. Is, this is a good question to ask. Um, a lot of clients also find sometimes they say, no, quote me first before I come in for a meeting. Because yeah. I'm also one of those people that are so keen on meeting clients. Because mm-hmm. again, I always find that if you have a relationship and you see how, you know, invested people are and that just that whole thing, like you're saying, that feeling, that mm-hmm. click, that mm-hmm. do you guys get along? Do you trust the person? Do you want to continue with this person? Um, I find that's very important, but there's a lot of clients that will still say to, to you, about the money first. yeah, you know, look, let's not waste time. I don't want to come and meet you and then realize that you, you know, the budget's mm-hmm. not going to fit or whatever the case is. So what, what do you do? 
in that situation. In terms of expectations, um, in that sense, what do you think is the right thing to do? If you, ha- if you're sitting with a bride that's listening now and they say, look, I, I don't want to get into the email story. I can't email. I don't have the time to email. Whatever the reason is, get she doesn't want to get into, get onto Skype. Simple. It's such a, you, you're doing the same thing as meeting them, but you're just not having to, sit to drive traffic, over, you know, having to drive over and all of that. So that might be your, your better option. And I really think the way technology is growing, you don't, it might, it be, it it's fine. Be that might be way. the way forward. And yeah. I mean, even when we're doing table markups, right. We've, we've done it for our international clients. Where we don't even have them they're there. Not, they're not even there. We just like show kinda, them. Yeah, move our laptops around. Right. And show them. Right. Um. So yeah, it's very interesting on that side. Okay, but um, in terms of cost, now mm-hmm. for do people charge for that first initial meeting, especially for decor particularly? Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's listening and they realize that shucks, I don't know how to do the email yeah. thing. Now I want to do this meeting or even a Skype thing. You know what? Um, I don't, and there's a lot. Most most people don't, but some people do. Mm. Um, some people will charge. For their time, um, I am a strong, firm believer that this that meeting is important for both parties to understand if we like each other or not, and we can work together. Um, but there will be some people who will charge a good thousand, two thousand rand mm. just for the consultation. Mm. Um, I get where the supplier is coming from because right. you give a lot, right? Um, in that meeting, um, but. I just, I'm just not that type of person. Okay. But you, different general, strokes. Different strokes for different folks. And, yeah. uh, um, but most companies are not going to charge for that initial meeting. The mock-up, however, however. there is a lot of cost. It's eight hours. Right. We've worked it out. Just to prepare a mock-up, you're looking at eight hours of a, a supplier's time. Then it comes into the, the actual flowers. Right. Um, the cost of the flowers. So, it's costing that supplier about four or five thousand rand just 100%. to do the, the mock up. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, and you know the mock up thing is something I always struggle with my clients to to explain or yeah. uh, even justify. You know, in the in the beginning of the planning process, I always you know prep them and say, mm-hmm. look, there is going to be perhaps even a cost of six seven thousand rand to do two or three mm-hmm. different mock ups or whatever the case is. And it's almost like they hear me, but they don't register. And then the time for the mock up comes, and they and say, they, pay, they don't want to pay. How? Mm-hmm. What if we don't go with them? And I'm like, well, what do you expect? You know. There's a cost involved mm-hmm. here. We, we cannot take away the fact that this supplier is not, and this is the thing, suppliers aren't, when it comes to a mock-up, and we're speaking about decor and flowers particularly, suppliers aren't charging you for furniture, for linen, Their or time. for your vases, or for your time. The petrol going to fetch 100%. all of those items. A lot of the times, the cost is just on the flowers. Mm-hmm. And they and they always say to you, more than welcome to take the flowers mm-hmm. home with you. They're absolutely, they're yours, whatever. What people don't understand is, and I always say to you, you know, Woolies is always my best example. <laughs> Go buy a bunch of roses from Woolies, mm. right? Um, if you're buying a bunch that's got, you know, eight stems or ten stems or whatever the case is, it's like 89 rand or whatever the case is. If you're going to buy, you know, a dozen Which is roses. Only half a bunch, by the way. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? If you're going to buy, um, you know, a dozen or 16 or whatever the case is, you're going to pay 170 mm. something or whatever just for those roses. Mm. And on average, we'll buy between six to ten bunches of roses, um, if we're using roses mm. just for that markup because we have to give you options as well. Mm. You know, some Sometimes we'll do two tables just so that you can have the two options mm. to choose from. Yeah, 100%. And also people don't realize that even if it's one arrangement mm. on the table with maybe smaller little votive arrangements or whatever the case is, um, a lot of the times... It, they still have to buy a bunch, even if they only use three flowers mm. from that bunch. The the market doesn't sell per se, per no. stem. You no. have to buy on in auction, bunches. Yes, yeah, but not on not, uh, not when you're just buying for a markup. Yeah. Um. The 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 other thing is that um. You know, it's just it, it blows my mind when brides don't want to pay and. Uh, 
you know, we have it sometimes where they'll come in. They have every intention of not using you as a supplier. They're shopping for ideas. They're shopping for ideas. Mm-hmm. We've had it, and it just happened recently, where we've done a mock-up, and we do say that we're not allowed. To, you don't, you're not allowed to take photos. We'll mm. take photos on your behalf, and when you pay your your full deposit, let's talk about that, Carly. Um, and I always explain this I've to clients. Finish my story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> always in your mouth. Sorry. I I'm, I'm the quiet one on the, on the other side. No, and you know, it's just she had come in, and we. She she was getting married now in mm, March. It mm. was literally three weeks to her wedding, and we thought, you know, I'd let her just take photos. The chances, you know, that time frame is already so tight. Amazing. Yeah, you know what? We'd realized she'd actually paid a deposit with another supplier. She wasn't happy with the marker. Um, with that supplier, the design, the design that with they were that making. supplier, she'd she'd just come to. Create a, get us to create the actual idea, and she couldn't get the refund um, because she'd signed right, contracts right. or whatever else like that. And she literally just took our idea, took our, took the photos, and said, "Can you? Can you do?" Oh, my blood just boiled. Shucks. Yes. But it is what it is. And I think um, from a supplier's perspective, I will never go and copy somebody else's mock-up. I will say to the bride, I'm sorry, but that is the that is the design of... So many things that- to talk about in that statement. Oh, I support yes. you. I, I, I support your statement completely. Look, and again, another reference to the suppliers. And this also is actually both sides, suppliers mm. as well as clients. Please do not... Pit suppliers against each other. Mm. You you have no idea the the position that you put another supplier in mm. when you do that. And it's not really you know it's different if you went to an expo and you saw an idea at an expo and you say right I'm inspired by this. Can we maybe use the colors or I like the vases or whatever mm. and work on something based on that. But it is it's genuinely just unethical. There's no other word no. Or, or or any way to sugarcoat mm. it. It's unethical for you to literally go to one supplier and say this is what this person. And did, mm. do it exactly mm. like this mm. It's not something we no. like to do no. Because the industry is that small Well we don't like to do it oh, yeah, yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, speaking with the <laughs> <laughs> But let's go back to like briefing Yeah, the, the actual briefing My question to you was um, the, the whole pictures mm. thing At a mock-up mm. Because I always explain it to my clients And then again they say to you Well, but we've paid for the mock-up mm. You know, once you get them over that hurdle to pay mm. for the mock-up, now they say, why wouldn't I be able to take photos? And I say, well, we'll you give ha- you the flowers. Right. We'll take it off the vase. We'll take it out sure. the containers that we've used. Right. But we're not going to give you the photos unless you've paid 50% upfront. Right. That's, oh, you can take as many photos as you want. Why is that? Why? Because they're going to go and take the right. photos. They're going to take it somewhere else right. and they steal our intellectual right. design. Right, right, right. Um, so, you know, it, I've also felt that a lot of people don't want to buy into someone until they know what they're getting. Which is a fair thing. I'm quite okay to do a mock-up, but this is, this is how we operate. And if you don't like it, then I'm, I'm, Go and find your other people. Hundred percent, yeah. Because it, it genuinely is a, a design effort from the client, uh, from the from the supplier, and 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 it's and it's completely fair. And I always say to 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 my clients, be honest. I'm mm-hmm. always honest with my suppliers, and I'll say to them, no, my client's going to see two other mockups, mm-hmm. and then they're going to decide. Mm-hmm. So, and it's completely fair if you were planning to do mm-hmm. two mockups and you go into one and you absolutely love it and you don't want to see anything. That's fine. Then let's book mm-hmm. those people. Let's carry on. But if you do want to shop around, there's nothing wrong with it, and there's nothing wrong. 
wrong with telling your supplier that? Because if you don't communicate and if you honest. don't tell, we've yeah. always said in many, many just shows be before, honest. Just be honest, and yeah. it comes down to the budget thing as well. You know, I would also even suggest to to the brides. Do you know there's so many? Um, be careful not to have the wool pulled over your eyes. Mm. Um, it's all great <laughs> to do um, to see beautiful things at expos mm. and to see a beautiful mock-up because mm. yes, mm. Um, mm. just I would suggest. Rock up one day at a setup mm. at a at a venue where mm. they're working mm. and see the quality they're producing. Mm. I think that's a very big that's yeah a, that is a huge tip. Hundred percent. Yeah, you want to see what the on the day of a wedding what is your supplier producing? Hundred percent. And and you see the thing is how many suppliers are willing to give them the dates is yeah, the issue. Yeah. You see you see that's the thing. And um and I'm completely open to something like that. If your if your supplier has you know nothing to hide or whatever, just ask them. Hi, please. And I've I've constantly invited clients to come see. And I say to them, look, I'm not going to have time for you on the yeah. day because I'm focused on the wedding. But I have no qualms with you, you know, standing in a corner or taking a quick walk around, or, you know, just seeing how the whole operation comes mm. together, just so that you can also have that comfort and see mm. kind of how everything comes together. And I completely support what Kylie is saying. Go and see how they work for somebody else. This mm. is somebody that's already paid them, who's been through the process with that with that yeah. supplier, or whatever. And don't just take notice of the main table. Take yeah. notice of the rest of yeah, the table. Yeah, yeah. Walk around the entire hall and see, yeah. you know, is it the same, the quality and all of that stuff. Mm. It's a very good note to um, uh, to have. Um, but in terms of uh, another thing for your quote, a lot of times people don't like to put their budget oh. on their briefs or they don't like to tell us what mm. they're working with. Yeah. And I promise you it's going to hurt you more than it's going to serve mm. you. Um, the reason why I say that is because if you don't tell me, if you post these Amazing, beautiful pictures or whatever, mm. and you don't have any description to say this is the budget, or please can mm. you use flowers similar to but not the exact order. If you don't have any notes like that, um, and the and the and the supply, they're not trying to find out how much you earn. It really isn't about no, or, getting or into your pocket, or no. you know what I mean. You know, I, I know the wedding industry has a very bad rep. People think that we're out to like you know milk every penny <laughs> that you've got, or we're going to charge quadruple what we would have charged a normal man on the streets or whatever. You know, some people say, oh. It's a birthday party two weeks before. No, but it's a wedding. It's just like why? Ugh. It's the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing. Um, but uh, but my point is that tell us what your budget is so that we can do something beautiful mm. within that budget. And it's the same when it comes to dresses or suit fitting. Anything. Don't just advise people on your budget That's for starting it. out that's because it. they don't the reason why they want to know is they don't want to put you in a dress that's out of your budget and then you const- then you fall in love with this dress that's 20k more than what Ish. you're expecting to buy it completely blows the budget and Tommy sitting here being the wedding planner is just like cringing yeah at, at the end of the day as a planner you have to deal with the yes. over expenditure yes and you're going to sit account. and say oh, but Tommy how did we get over budget it's because you wouldn't tell them mm. you know or you wouldn't let me tell them and it's so important to tell them so that we design something beautiful that we know that you can afford. What's the point of taking you, taking you somewhere and making you fall in love with something? Your heart is just going to bleed because you're going to essentially going to have to settle for yeah. second best, just basically because of your budget. Mm. Um, so if you communicate your budget, we're not trying to be funny. There's no judgment. There are small budgets. There are big budgets. But tell us what you're working with so that we can work within yeah. that. Don't say you've got a million rand and then now when we're planning, it's actually 600,000. Mm. That's a huge difference. Mm. And, um, and you know, and I always say also, you know, the expectations are 
warped. Yeah. You know, people always think, and you know, again, I'll refer to Pinterest again. Um, people always think that, you know, Pinterest, because Pinterest is, is very much sold like a, yes, an inspiration mood board platform, but it's, it's, it has that DIY element to it. Yeah. And also the, the, the images that are posted on Pinterest are generally images that are of Overseas. professional, of professional photos. Mm. You know, it's, it amazes me how you can take a photo with your, your phone on mm. the day of a wedding and then you get a professional image from the photographer. Your wedding looks chalk and cheese. Chalk and cheese. 100%. Um, unfortunately, that is the reality. Mm. We have, that's why you get a professional mm. photographer mm. who brings out the beauty in either you, your tables, your styling, the your entire dress, day. The entire day. Right. So, you know, it, it's very different when you're looking at. You know, your Pinterest boards and yeah. then what you're looking in real life. Yeah. And I always say, you know, even if you're going to speak in pictures, mm. say these are the pictures that I really like mm. and this is my budget. Mm. And one thing that uh, you must understand is that that's a point of drawing inspiration from. Mm. It's not don't don't put pictures and say I want it exactly like this yeah. because then you're going to get hurt. In terms of costing, you know, Pinterest is the land of peonies and South Africa peonies are hard to come by. <laughs> and, you know, I always say, you know, when I see a bride and they have peonies, I'm like, Oh, shame. Now I have to explain that, you know, exactly. peonies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about, um, for instance, a, like a stationer. What, right. you know, you want to, you, a lot of the times you don't really need to meet a stationer face to face. You know, I don't agree. You don't agree. I don't agree. Okay. Um, even as a planner, I always, you um, want your clients to I want my clients to go and see the station because I know what I'm talking about. And as many inspiration pictures mm-hmm. and stuff that you can say and say, it's something similar to this. It's something similar to that. I found that. Are the- you meaning? Um, the, the mock-up or are you meaning the actual brief? No. The so, 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 so what, how I usually operate is that I will send the stationer the brief yes. and then they'll send a quote yes. and then I will send the client to then meet the suppliers. Okay. Uh, because, like, okay. yeah, because, you know, the brief is always based on some kind of inspiration picture, you know, laser cut here, mm. folds like this, da da da, envelope like this or whatever the case is. But I always find that this is perhaps what my client was drawn to because I drew those images based on our first consultation mm. but I find that there's some stationary studios that you go to that are so inspiring your, your mm. client you know your client's going to sit there and see other things that mm. maybe are going to work better or maybe they're going to choose a different envelope or mm. a different color and again mm. this is something that I try to say to to a lot of my clients I'm an expert in planning yes. I'm not an, an expert, expert in, in stationery and, and dresses and whatnot thank you yeah yeah thank you so much but um, I always say go see the expert mm. even if it's just one and I always say sometimes you see one and you just get enough of a background or a feeling to mm. make a decision or yeah. to make changes or whatever the case is. But you know, I find that sometimes if you just go based on theory mm. and we go and we print this thing, they're happy, but it's just like they're just like, Oh, I didn't expect it to be like this. Mm. Whereas if you go and see a supplier, they can show you what foiling actually is. Yes. They can show you what laser cutting actually yeah. you know, what shapes you can get away with, the different paper sizes, the you know the thickness of the, the thickness paper. of the you know, those things I cannot show you in theory. Mm. But if you go to a studio, mm. you might have a, a better, you know, a it's better standing. understanding and it's going to, it just gives you more information to yeah. make a better choice. It's that whole thing people love to touch, feel. That's it. You can't you get know. away from it. Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, even with decor and stuff, do you find that a lot of people always say, you know, they, I think they feel more comfortable if they go to a place where they know there's a warehouse at the back because then yeah. they're just like. I mean, when they come, I can say, do you want to go? They're like, so, um, we meet in the front, right? Yes. And, whatever yeah. else. and then they're like, um, what if we want to change something? I'm like, we have a whole 
warehouse. And I'm like, do you want to come and look? Yes. And when they come in, they're like, okay. Yes, fine. yes. <laughs> it just it just settles your heart and it gives yeah. you more options and whatever the case is. Um, it just helps you make a better choice. But now in terms of the actual brief, the content, mm-hmm. maybe you don't have the time to go see a stationer or, or whatever the case is. Um, what would you say is is quite important to ask for perhaps in your in your uh, brief when you're, well, when you're asking for a quotation? Well, you need to also decide on what is it that you, you're wanting that stationer to quote you on. Are you going to have to save the dates? Are you going to have, you know, are you doing invitations of which are hand-delivered mm. or posted or are you going to do online? What, as a couple, what have you decided on? Mm. So then you would need to start stipulating, okay, you got to Stipulate your colors, the date, your where you're getting married, you know, your mm. um, the timing, all your wording. Yeah. What is it that you want to say on these? What, what do you? What message are you wanting to get across? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what are the elements that you want the stationer to to start quoting quoting you on? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, one thing you must understand with station is that a lot of the times they do their quoting in two parts. Mm. They'll quote you for your save the date and your invitation perhaps mm. on one invoice, and then the rest of your stationery. Yeah, yeah. And then your rest of your stationery, and most likely that stuff comes in after your markup because then mm. you know what you're doing on your table and you mm. can decide on your signage and what and what. I would say to, to, to my clients when we do markups, try and have a sample of your stationery ready or for ideas. your menus yeah. or ideas or name cards or whatever because that can change the whole look, look. and feel to your table. Mm. Don't give me DIY um, name cards and menus um, yeah. on the day of a wedding. I will freak out right. because it can really change the design of my table. So 100%. Yeah, 100%. So, um, just speak to them about that. And I think the main thing that you always need to include in your stationary, um, uh, briefs when you're speaking to your suppliers is some kind of a time frame. Yeah. Say if, you need to And you know what Life happens I mm. totally get it Some things happened Last minute Or you know You were going to do digital And at the last second Your mom mm. was like Absolutely not Or whatever the yeah. case I, I completely understand But then state To the supplier That look I've only got Two weeks to get yeah. this out Or I've only got a week Or whatever to get this mm. out What you can expect Is a rush fee mm. Everything is possible, but if you're expecting mm. your stuff to be pushed to the front of the line, then somebody else is going to have to pay for that, or there's going to have to be an overtime somewhere. Mm. If you just think of it logically, mm. that means somebody's going to have to pay, you know, work extra hard. I mean, I think to cover of that. all the suppliers, right? I think in terms of the cake as well. Um, I think cakes and stationery. I think of all the suppliers involved in a wedding. I think cake and stationery is the most high pressure. Underpaid, high, um, high hours, the Mm. amount of hours that go into the stationery. You cannot. I mean, I've seen it with with the crazy lemon Mm. and the staff. They, they, they literally just. You cannot actually equate the time that they spend producing that one element. Mm. You could never charge for your your hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's for love. Yeah, hundred percent. It it really, it really is a passion. And I'm Mm. so glad that you brought that up because people think that uh, stationery is a cheap thing. People Mm -hmm. always leave it till the very last or whatever the case is. It takes hours. If you've ever had to tie bows, it's 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 time it's fold. Folding. It's folding straight, straight, and then it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't. Like you don't pull the paper right. Yes, you know it's just it can really make or break your hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, um, and and you know getting stuff straight and all of that stuff. It's it's so important. The glue, what glue to use? Ooh. Because you use the wrong glue, the glue comes through the paper and it it looks. My terrible. God, yeah, mm-hmm. my God. I, look, I I've always respected stationers. I remember when I did the course at the SS School of Weddings, yonkers back, <laughs> um, and we did the stationery course. I was just, it's just not for me. No. I don't have the patience because everything, even you. 
you know, a three-hour period, you think it's a long time, but you don't get a lot done during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when you change things with stationers, you have no idea how much time they have to spend just to make oh. one small change. No, I wanted a different color. No, I want the font a different font. No, mm-hmm. I want the, you know, can you move this to this or whatever the case is? You have no idea what affects what. So yeah. um, if you are if you are tight in terms of time and, and, and that kind of thing, communicate that. Yeah. Keep it simple because if you're in, in time, you don't want to go for an intricate detail. Mm, mm, it's mm. going to take time. 100%. You know, I like what you said about keeping it simple. And I think this is something that people need to... Less is more. Yeah. Sometimes less is more. Yeah. Right? Even, yeah. even in your wedding. 100%. The more fluffy you have, the more pain... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. You know, the more things you have and the more you go yeah. on and on and on, yeah. it just becomes it, it becomes a stress. Yeah, a, a production. And, and for everyone, mm. not just the bride, mm. for the suppliers. Mm. It just becomes a really high-detailed wedding. It's not impossible, but the stress factor mm. is quite high. And I always say that, you know, with, with brides, it's something that I'm starting to kind of preach to my brides is that, you know, um, you must consider that at some point there's some... Some things that you're going to have to give up or compromise on. Yeah. Just because perhaps budget, perhaps time, perhaps not agreeing with your parents or your husband or whatever the case is, you need to get to the point where you're just like, let this one go. I'd mm. rather win that battle. You know, choose your battles, mm. choose them very carefully and choose what you're going to, to fight for. Mm. So yeah, with stationers, um, examples are always great, but I always say a consult will really help mm. you. Even if you just go to one stationary studio, yeah. just to get a better understanding of paper and, you know, embellishment and size and There's all so of those things. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And now in terms of cake and Tommy, how do you, how would you brief your, your cake? Bakers. Okay. Um, you know, if a client is going out there. To be honest, for me, it's I, one of the easiest ones, isn't it? I think it is one of the easier ones. However, I don't with my, in terms of my process with cakes, I don't like to get my client to choose their cake beforehand. I, especially even with the suppliers even that the I image, use, like the nothing, style. nothing. I will always, I will always call the supplier, um, and say to them, look, this is what we're doing. This is kind of the feel of the wedding or whatever, you know, when you're making the appointment for the client, I'll kind of give them the background yeah. of what we're doing and where and like that kind of information. But I do find again, out of expertise, mm. um, you know, I'm not a, like, I I can't even make pancakes. Like it's not. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm unable. So, um, and and because of that, I always find that you know what? I send them to places in terms of the suppliers where they can genuinely do a consult that's attached with their tasting. Yes. Because then the you know the cake designer sits there and they speak about the different things that they like, the style of the wedding, yes. what time they want to serve this cake, all of those details that I've already given them. But when they speak to the client, they get a different perspective and then they can say you know what based on what you've said these options i think are going to be suited and a lot of the time the cake designers sketch on site so even if there's nothing in an album or a picture or something Mm -hmm. they can sketch something right there for them and then it's a more personalized service so that's why i always say you know my i've always had an issue with pictures because people can't see past the pictures it's the same issue that i have with decor you know if you attach a picture to Mm. the brief and my briefs are long i think my i think (laughs) the industry is so tired of my briefs everyone's just like jesus christ here we go. Um, but, you know, when you attach a picture, people opt to look at the picture before yeah. they read the brief. And then that's where the miscommunication comes. Because you'll say, oh, yeah, but if you read the brief, the information mm. is there. And, and it's the same thing with a cake. Because when you get attached to a cake, then you can't see past it. Mm. Um, whereas there could be something that we can make even better yeah. than the picture that you have in mind. So yeah. that's my process. However, 
If you don't, again, have the time or you are perhaps just looking for a cost kind of thing, then sending a picture is absolutely fine. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, and I think a lot of people underestimate um, mm. what it costs to have a cake. I couldn't believe yes. it when, when Kate comes in and, uh, and tells us how many eggs she uses. Mm. Or, or the kilograms of butter. Yeah. I mean, the expenses are huge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the time it takes. You know, when a, when a client says she wants individual cakes. <laughs> and, and, and this is the thing. Cakes and, 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 and uh, you see, the pricing of cakes, the cost of cakes is primarily not the sponge. No. The cost of the cake falls a lot. On the time. On the time and the design that it takes because, and, and you have to understand that they are dealing with a, a short amount of time to be able to do this cake because it's a fresh product yeah. and you can't do a cake three weeks before no. and, and hope to still use it on the day of the wedding. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can you imagine? <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> um, but, but, um, yeah, and that's where the cost is. So the more intricate your design is and stuff, the higher your cost, even mm-hmm. if you are having a two, three tier cake, the minute your design starts to go, you know, really intricate really complicated you know really high grade then your costs can end up even for a two three tier cake can be seven eight nine thousand rand you know um so so you need to consider that one thing i always want to advise people always want to collect their cake oh please don't do that to yourself (sighs) (laughs) you know we've had it we've had it a few times where the cake arrives and you know that maybe the auntie or whatever's either done the cake or they've gone to collect and we the amount of times we have to fix because, you know, it's, it maybe hasn't been transported correctly or it hasn't, the, the structure inside the cake hasn't mm, been, been mm, put in properly. Mm, mm. You know what? And again, it's what I say to my clients. Um, I think I, I made the mistake once of collecting a cake for a client. <laughs> Did you really do that to yourself? <laughs> and I drove number one at like seven kilometers per hour. Uh, <laughs> so the drive took like forever and stuff. And I was just like, you know, what? I'm never going to do this again because you're so concerned about, yes, the, like Carly's saying, the traveling with the cake but also i'm not a cake designer if that cake cracks or it breaks or whatever the case is i can't fix it i actually don't know how to fix it the only thing i can do is ask the florist to add more flowers or whatever the case is yeah to to hide the the cake or, or whatever the case is but i would rather have the people that made the cake come deliver the cake because if anything goes wrong those are the best people that are able to to fix it yeah. have everyone like i said if they are experts, deal with the expert. Yeah. Don't try to take over because you're going to regret it. Yeah. Of the, of that particular You'll regret it if you don't. Yeah. You'll regret it if you don't. Now, let's touch a little bit on the briefing of a photographer. Yes. Okay. Do you brief a photographer in Tombi? So what I you... suggest is shop for the style of photography yeah. that you like. Um, you know, if you go onto... Um, Pinterest or whatever the case is, look at the kinds of photos that you are drawn towards. You know, there's something that people call white photography. It's it's almost like the photography that's always like got a lighter filter or you know, very it's super, white. super it's white. Like, like yeah, your your backgrounds are a lot lighter. Like the photos are very, very light yes. and, 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 and like much white, more fairy tale esque ish. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like rounder edges. It's like really, really beautiful photography. If you find that you're drawn more towards that kind of photography, mm. then you need to start looking on perhaps direct directories, photo blogs, wedding blogs that are based in South Africa because a lot of those blogs and stuff feature a lot of photographers Mm. and see which photographers work
work you like mm. And then you can start asking about price My problem is that people go onto Google Or directory and they ask 18,000 people You know how much do you cost mm. or whatever um, Photographers are quite easy Because they can send you their packages A lot of their packages are even on, on their yeah. websites or whatever. So but I find that sometimes the, the clients Choose a photographer based on price And not based on, on style. style And then they you know they, they, Then they're a bit disappointed with mm. their photos If you like photos that are a bit more mysterious And darker or whatever the case is Then go for something like that yeah. yeah If you like something That's more editorial And something that looks like You know There's a lot of effort In like the posing And whatever mm. the case is There's nothing wrong with that Different strokes For different folks mm. But what I'm saying is Find a photographer Whose style you like yeah. And then start asking for uh, Photographers that are within that range Or whatever the case is. And sometimes It's not a bad thing I know a lot of photographers Where you know A, a client or, or even myself I'll pick up the phone And say look I know my client Can't afford you But she likes your style of photography mm. Who within your kind of style Is that a Yeah Is that a less, lesser cost Or whatever mm. the case is Because you know with, it, with photographers It's more the experience And the name as yeah. well That, that so you're paying for once, once they've booked That photographer Do mm. you Like I know no photographers and I mean I, I know the answer but you know would you recommend that your clients say this is what you want done on this day and this pose and you know th- like briefing on how right. they want them to you know I did I did make up for a wedding recently mm. and uh, the function sheet came by from the planner and they had a huge shot list and I was like yeah 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 this is <laughs> this is hectic yeah. um, I mean, in terms I do, of I, I don't do yeah. shot lists um, you know what I think it's very restrictive Family. yeah yes, but. Um, I think it's very restrictive shot lists and I don't, I don't think you have a realistic perception of the time it takes to create certain Shots. Um, it takes about, um, you know, I, I always refer to my mate um, Andre, and you know, he'll tell you it takes about three to seven minutes to set up a shot to get everyone in there, number one, because you know, your uncle's still talking over there, mm. put down the glass, mm. no, mom, fix your dress, that, like all of that stuff takes a while to get it set up. Then it's the changing out of people, mm. you know, uh, bride with mom and dad, bride, the groom with mom and dad, da 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 da. Yeah. So you, you don't realize how much time it takes to actually yeah. set up a shot, number one. And remember, they've done it many times before. Millions. You know, I I would really recommend once you book that photographer, you trust them. With everything. Don't go and dictate what they need to do. They are the professionals. Don't, yes, don't yes. tell them what to do. Yeah, I think what you can do is insist on particular people you want photographs. Yes, so if you say, absolutely. I really want a portrait with my grandparents, I really want a portrait with XYZ, that's something different. But don't dictate the quirky shots that you want, mm. uh, a shot under this, uh, with an umbrella, da, da, that's way mm. too much direction. And, and then I feel like you're not going to enjoy the day because you're so concerned that mm. we haven't done the shot that's under the yeah. bridge and now I'm stressed because we haven't. And I also think these quirky photos, um, some people want quirky photos done. And it's not the style of the photographer. Mm. Um, then you may need to look at a different, different. And that's why I'm saying the style should be the main reason why yeah. you're booking a photographer, not the price. Not look at their work and stuff, and then say, right, this is the kind of stuff that that uh, this is the kind of stuff that I'm I'm looking for. Again, a photographer is somebody that you have to meet. No compromise. There's no, there's no two ways about it. You absolutely have to because, uh, the clicking thing is the most vital Mm. with the photographer. That person's going to be seeing you half naked on the day because you're going to be getting into your dress and what, Mm. and people are going to be helping you and, you know, boob slip and stuff. Mm. You know, (laughs) they're going to be there for that. So (laughs) they've seen it all. So in terms of a makeup artist, how would you like your clients to, to brief you when again, makeup artist, um, it's the same as hairstylist for me. It really is about the style of makeup that you like. 
know, um, and you'll and you'll start to see when you started when you start looking at makeup mm. uh, makeup artists and their work and their mm. portfolio, you start to see the kind of work they do and uh, the, the kind of work that they do. But another thing that's really really important is race. This is one place where I think race does count. If you look at a makeup uh, a makeup artist portfolio, mm. and most of their people in there are black or white or yeah. Indian or whatever the case is, and you are a certain race, make sure that you have um, you, you're booking somebody that's done a lot of work yes. with that kind of skin group, yeah. because you do find that some makeup it's not about the makeup artist race; mm. it's about the race that they work on the most, yes. and they may struggle to yeah. deal with. Other people's race Because I always say Just because the it's bride It's not the race It's just the skin tone The skin tone Yeah, yeah. Which happens to be colour But um, <laughs> You can't I mean, you can't get around it um, But uh, but you know you, you, Sometimes people say Okay well It's just um, If the makeup artist Can do the bride mm. Then they'll be fine And you don't realise That if it's a black bride most likely my bridal party is also completely black yeah. and it's different shades of black. So maybe you can do the lighter black skin yeah, girls, but not the darker, not the darker ones. And yeah. then you're going to struggle and have yeah. that issue on the day. So just look at your portfolio. And it's the same with um, hairstylists. If you have dreadlocks, mm. if you have African hair, if you have white hair, Indian hair, thin hair, thick hair, curly mm. hair, yeah. deal with the person that can deal with that yeah. kind of hair because you don't want to run into problems on the day mm. that this person won't be able to deal with mm. because it, it doesn't only affect you as a bride but everyone else that that person's going to be working with. So just take those kinds of things. Mm. You know, look at their style, look at their portfolio before you, you, you make the choice. And overall, when it comes to like the briefing Is there any tips Or adv- like final advice That you can give For me The, the main thing is um, Be honest Honesty Budget and and speaking. honesty about your budget. Yeah, honesty about your budget, <laughs> um, and also just an aspect of realisticness. You know, yeah. there's there's a lot of times where we can't even make a decision for four or six weeks or whatever mm. with the client because the client is battling to realize yeah. that what they want is so far. It's amazing. Like I want to uh, uh, when Kim Kardashian got married, it was like I want this. Ooh, I mean, come on, do you have the money, Kim Kardashian? <laughs> she paid millions of yeah. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> for her wedding So I mean really You just Yeah um, So well, we're actually Quite excited about that Because um, the planner Of um, Kim Kardashian's wedding Is actually Woo! coming To South Africa So um, <laughs> I'm literally she's, dancing she's I cannot wait so, Colin Cowie Is coming to yes, South Africa Yes 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 so, He'll be here on the 3rd of May Please please contact yeah. um, Carly and her team um, Go to the web- website As good as gold He will definitely be here On the 3rd of May um, he's going to, there's going to be a huge talk that he's going to do to address and give the wedding industry advice. I mean, he and plan- even the event industry because yeah. I mean, he's the, he is the planner for Oprah. He does all, he calls himself a party planner. It's amazing. Yeah. We wouldn't, we wouldn't call ourselves party, party planners, planner, yes. but he is the party planner for Oprah Winfrey. And imagine that insight. I mean, this is somebody who's renowned and I mean, literally people fly him out to all over the world, Europe, America, you know, all ends of Africa, whatever the case is to do their functions, weddings and events. And, you know, to have that person come here, even for that short amount of time that he's mm. here, shucks, I am claws in, knees in, everything. <laughs> I'm going to be there. Make sure that you come through to that function on the 3rd of May. Contact um, As Good As Gold uh, is the website, and you can contact Carly and her team, and they'll be um, they'll be more than willing to help you guys out. Well, so we're super excited. Yeah, yeah. He's crazy very excited, excited to, to speak to the South African. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I'm sure I'm going to be like so starstruck when I see him. Nothing to say. Gareth's going to be interviewing him. So fab, fab, nice. fab, we'll fab. A, we'll do a nice interview. Oh, so, so, so excited. Um, I think this has been a really good show. Please, if you're a bride, even if you're a supplier, I hope you haven't taken offense, but instead taken lessons mm. in terms of what to expect 
and what to say when you are looking for quotations. Uh, be realistic and be conscious of your bu- budget. All the best. Keep up with the conversation. Hashtag Wedding Central. Cliff Central. Dot com.